I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, so welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. This week I had the privilege of sharing my gift with Mary who, look, when people call the hotline, they never think they're going to get picked, right? But then we have all of these Wi-Fi issues and we have to postpone it. But you know what? Spirit never gives up. And I think I love that. Spirit is always encouraging us to power through the day and to never give up. But The thing that I hope you all take away from Mary's reading today, uh, besides the amazing healing that happens, is try not to judge people. Don't judge someone or their situation or maybe how their loved one died because we never really know the whole story. Maybe just have a little bit more compassion instead of judging. I hope you all enjoy this week's episode on Hey Spirit. What the interesting thing that is happening is before I even gave you the speech and why I stopped was because there was a mother energy stepping forward. Now, was your mom departed? Yeah. Okay. Your mom said to me, she wants you to know that she is so sorry for everything that you've had to endure. Now, I have no idea what that means, Mary, but your mom is telling me that you are the strongest woman that she's ever met and that she wishes she was able to not only be here for you, but to tell you how proud she is of you. Oh, that's sweet. And she says, nobody should have to endure what my daughter has endured. That I agree with 100%. I don't even know what she's referring to, what she's talking about. Um, Did you lose a child? I lost um, grandchildren, Grandchildren. two of them. Okay. It will be the same thing for me because I said to her, you have to understand, I'm talking to you, but I'm also communicating with your mom. And she says, Teresa, nobody should ever have to bury their children. Right. So 
uh, children, grandchildren, it is the same thing for me. And your mom just said to me, she goes, Teresa, she says, my daughter raised her grandchildren. She was always with her grandchildren. Is that correct? Yes. So she says, know that the souls are safe with me on the other side. And that is something that you wanted to know. Was there a tragedy connected to their departure? Yes, for both of them. Yes. So they passed separately. Is that correct? Yes. But I, I, I don't know how this goes. I feel like, I feel like they passed like the same, but they didn't, and they didn't pass at the same time. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, there was, they were both tragic, you know, deaths. Okay, but but, but it wasn't the same yeah. tragedy, correct? No, not at all. Okay. It was separate tragedies. Now, um, yes. I want to talk about who's the young male that's departed. Is that your grandson? My grandson. Okay. So know that he steps forward first and he's like, yep, I'm the favorite. He's almost like stepping up, like raising his hand, like fist pumping, like, yeah, it's me. I'm coming through first because I'm the favorite. <laughs> you know, you that couldn't be more true. He always, he had cousins all around his same age and he would always tell him. I only had two grandsons and all the rest are girls. And he said, I'm the favorite. And he, that is definitely without a doubt him. Awesome. And that's what I love. I love, like, we didn't even get started yet, but I love how your mom, I didn't even give my speech yet. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Let me explain how I connect with spirit first before. And I feel like it's your mom, like just validating, like they're okay. They're at peace and know that I have them safe with me on the other side. Because that was one of your main concerns was, are they at peace? Are the souls with God? And your mom's like, listen, they're with me. She's not questioning if I'm with God, they're with me. Now, is your dad also departed as well? Yes. Because he's yelling in the background, don't drag us into this, Teresa. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, you couldn't be more spot on. My my mom and dad had separate bedrooms. Oh. Towards the end. And my mother was Irish and loved to fight. She loved an argument. Uh and I would be on the phone with both of them. And my dad would have to say, Mary, I got to hang up. I can't okay. take it anymore. So he's, but this is what I mean about their personality to validate that the souls are all together. And listen, and the way that the souls are on the other side are very different on Eve, you know, even if people had struggles or disagreements, or even if they were married in the end, the souls are together on the other side. But I love how your dad is like, listen, don't drag me into this. <laughs> That that would be him because, uh, yeah, they were like uh, just so separate, different mm -hmm. personalities. Yeah. So with the with the with your grandson, he steps forward first. But I want to. I feel two ways that people pass. So. Um, first off, I want to acknowledge that your grandson is taking responsibility for his departure. So when a soul takes responsibility, it does not mean that they intentionally take their own life. What it means is that they take responsibility for their actions. And what I love is how your mom first said to me, Teresa, my daughter took care of those the grandchildren, as if they were her children. Like she always guided them, helped them, talked to them, encouraged them. Is that correct, Mary? Yes. Okay. Yes. So for your grandson to be like, listen, Teresa, I take responsibility for my passing. My grandmother did everything that she could for me. When spirit does this to me, where they give me a little bit, where they make me feel like, 
how they pass and they want to talk about their departure and then they don't want to talk about it. That has become my symbol for where sometimes we don't want to talk about it or they don't, or just saying like, you know what, it's okay. I don't want you to remember that or to my, the way that I died to define who I was. No, that, that is very fair. And I never, I always thought his situation was beyond what he realized would happen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cause he had me write down, at first I tasted blood, but then I felt like I took something that caused or attributed to my departure. Were there other people with him when he died? Or was he, or were other people involved in his departure? Yes. Okay. Yes. So whatever it is, whatever he made me feel like, almost like quicksand, and it was almost like, yes, you're absolutely right, Grandma. I was way in over my head. And it's almost like I was a little naive to what was happening. Does that make sense? I think it was a cry for help that went fatally wrong. Hypothetically, I'm going to use this hypothetically. Let's just say if I'm struggling with anxiety and I don't want to go to a doctor and I'm going to buy, I'm going to get Xanax off the street and then it's laced with fentanyl. Does that make sense? Or could you understand why he showed me that symbol on how, like I didn't intentionally, but it was a situation, whatever it may be, he's protecting me from, spirit's very forthcoming with how they die and, and what goes right. on. But he's make, he's for some reason protecting me from that. And I don't know if it's because it's protecting you. Like we don't have to talk about this. Does that make sense? It, it makes sense, but if I'm able to, I would like to. Sure. Oh yeah. Well, we absolutely can, but this is how he's making me feel. So whether if that's something that he wants to be kept, I'm going to be very honest with you, Mary, you can ask me questions if I don't get anything, or I'm going to say, I didn't get anything. I'm not right. going to try to feed off of prior information. You understand that? Because I do, because he just showed me a puzzle a, a big puzzle and I saw missing pieces throughout the puzzle, not just in a corner. I saw it throughout the puzzle. So there has to be a lot of things that don't make sense to you. Um, that maybe even seem at a character for your grandson. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, um, yes. I will, you know, I will tell you exactly how he's making me feel. Um, I am going to say this though. He says, I just want her to know that I did not suffer to my death though. There wasn't a suffering to my passing. That's, that's, um, uh, obviously so, um, gratifying to hear, you know, um, he and his fiance had been drinking. Mm -hmm. They got in an argument. She told him to go kill himself and never checked on him. And I don't think. No, it was a freak thing that, do you, so listen, do you see what he, I, I okay. feel, feel like he was a, now I understand the protection. He was protecting her. Do you understand that? Yes. Because okay. I'm going to say this. He said he took responsibility, but I did not intentionally take my own life. And I did not feel someone was responsible okay. for my departure as well. Do you understand that? Okay. Yes, I do understand. Uh, you know, knowing how he feels, I can handle that. And I, it gives me peace knowing that 
I know it was not intentional. It, it was not because, rem- and remember the scenario, Mary, that he gave me earlier when he said, say I went out and got Xanax and it was laced with fentanyl. So is it something right, that okay. he had alcohol in his system and then he took something <laughs> and that caused, cause he just makes me feel like I was just on the couch or in my bed and that's where they found me. Like I was just found. Did you understand that? I I know he was found, but it it wasn't. It it was in a different situation that could have caused his death. Okay. But he did not intend. He's showing me all the things to right. validate that he did not. And I'm going to say quicksand way in over my head. Yes. Okay. I. I totally understand that. And and, and I'm um, going to say this. He just said to me, he goes, Teresa, we argued many of times before. This was not our first argument. He said, we had a bit of a toxic relationship. We loved each yep. other. He goes, we cared about each other. We loved each other. But it was almost like, uh, what do they call that? Oil and water. Yes, yes. Where okay. it was almost like the love or they, how much they cared for each other. It was so toxic. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yes. Um, so was there a lot of blood at the departure? Was there blood at the departure? Or was that connected to your other uh, grandchild? My other grandchild, yes. Okay. So just so you know, I write things down when spirit makes me feel things and they start to show me things. So it, it's validating that they're both safe and at peace. Did you know if your grandson struggled with anxiety or depression? Yes. Yes, he okay. did. Because I, I just said to him, I said, why do I fe- feel like that there's more to this than just this argument? There, there was a lot more... Um... He was just barely 12 when his sister was killed. Mm. And, you know, it affected him his whole life. So this is what he is acknowledging. Do you understand that? That I'm not, he says, Teresa, I am not making excuses for myself. He says, I am not justifying anything. He says, that is why I felt it was important for me to take full responsibility for my departure, for my struggles. Now I even understand even more so with the quicksand, a way in over my head of emotions. And this is why he kept showing me like, he goes, Teresa, I did things over the years just trying to make myself feel better. Yes. He said, I always wanted to know if my sister suffered if my sister was okay i understand that it always sat in the back of my head he says and when i was unconscious he said i saw her so know that her soul came for me did he call you something besides grandma because he's like mama (laughs) he called me grandmama Because I just, I, I he goes, why haven't you said mama yet? And I'm like, I don't know, because she's grandma. He's like, say it, Teresa. And I'm like, say it. So, grandmama. There, that's what he called me. Yes. See? And um, it, it's kind of funny because when you wrote down blood, that, my, that was my granddaughter's last name, too. <sighs> 
Because I wrote young male and then I wrote blood underneath it. Yep. Wow. And that was his sister's last name. And uh, wow. yeah, it was, he, he was the first one on the scene. And, and, it, mm-hmm. and even though we got him counseling, yeah, he, it was always on his mind. He said, Teresa, he goes, I carried such a survivor's guilt yes. from that accident. Because he That's made right. me feel like I should have been there or I should have been there. He struggled because the last thing he said to her, they were like three years apart. She was younger and, and um, she wanted to play his game. And he's, he said, no, get out and shut the door. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the last thing. And he always held that to his heart. So if... So in other words, when I see survivor's guilt, there's some way like if plans didn't change or if they, and I could just hypothetically say this, if he feels maybe if she sat and played the game, maybe she wouldn't have went, went out and this accident never would have happened. That was my exactly. survivor's guilt. He says, and that was something he goes, yes, he goes, I talked about, it. I did, I had counseling. He says, but it's still something, Teresa, I could never, ever get over. That's that's true. Exactly. He says, and, and I, he says, I tried. And he says, and my grandmother knows that. I tried. I put on a brave face. He goes, but inside I was so broken. No, he, he did. And I admired him for that. And I admire him right now for taking responsibility. I literally just got the chills. Mary, I don't know if you did as well. But he said, Teresa, he said, these are the, that my grandmother has always taught me. That is what you do. You take responsibility. Yes. And I did get a, I just got a real, like a chill or warm feeling. Know that that was your grandson's soul moving through you to validate that it is him. And your granddaughter has been over there for some time because she shows me that she grew. So, um, when a soul comes to me smaller and then they, the energy gets bigger, it means that they've been over there for some time. And if that's something that you wonder, Oh my God, did she grow on the other side? Did she stay the same age? So I don't know. How do you connect with the number eight? So was she eight or month of August? She was eight when she died. She was eight. just turned eight. Aww. Eight years old. And s- always so happy. Smiling. Wait. Her hair is so beautiful, but she's like, don't touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. I'll do it. And it looks a mess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, we called her our little blonde Shirley Temple because she <gasps> had that personality. Oh, wow. Oh, see, these are the moments in someone's reading, Mary, where it just really warms my heart because for her to show you her personality, there's no way I would know that, right? No, no way. No way you would know. Everything has been just, I I can't even, you know, it's just wonderful. Your, Your granddaughter just said to me, she goes, and she still can't believe that this is happening. She says, Teresa, for like week, for the past week, she's like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I couldn't get on the Zoom before. I can't believe this. And she goes, and she's literally saying to herself now, like, I can't believe this is happening. That's true. It's so, so true. What I love is how your grandchildren are validating that they hear you, that their their souls are with you at these exact moments. Now, is there someone in the family that... Um, is um, 
that just got married? You have a grandchild that's getting married or having a baby? Um, Because they just showed me um, all these milestones that are coming up in the family. um, My oldest granddaughter got married May 22nd. (gasps) That's the day my Victoria got married. Now, is she expecting as well? Um, no, they did it reverse. They had the baby first. Oh, we have a, but they're almost a two-year-old. Perfect. So no, because you see what they did. They validated the wedding that the souls attended it in spirit, and they know of the child that was born here in the physical world. So no, was a child named after someone, form of a name or a middle name, or did they just think about it? I, I believe they thought about it. Her name is Ava Victoria. Ava Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. <laughs> validating that they held the souls of the child before coming here in the physical world. Um, And even if they didn't name the child after them or the form of a name, just the thought and wanting to do that in memory of someone means the absolute world to them. Oh, that's wonderful. Were you just looking at pictures of your grandchildren this morning? Yes. So know that as you were doing that, know that their souls were with you. And were there pictures that you found in there of your parents as well? Yeah. Because your dad, your dad is hilarious. He's yelling from the back of the room. (laughs) Teresa, tell her to show you the picture of me. Look how good looking I was. (laughs) That, that is true. He was quite the ladies man, which is, well, he, he, could be, but he wasn't, but right. you know. But very good, very sharp. And even if it's just, even if it's the way sometimes that when our loved one leaves the physical world, if we if we remember them sick or frail or have lost weight, they don't want us to remember them in that way. And I feel like no. that was your dad's way of like, look, this is how I want you to remember me. Um, is there a picture of the grandchildren on like a swing set or something or something about a swing or on some type of jungle gym in the backyard? No, I have a picture. I don't have it out right now where they're standing by the gate of their backyard. Of their backyard. Well, why do I keep feeling like I keep hearing your granddaughter say to me, Teresa, swing me, push, swing me higher push me higher. So how do you connect with a swing or something about a swing set? I mean, they did have one and I would push her a lot. Oh, okay. So you would, but listen, definitely. I, I think there's something Mary that we kind of take for granted, um, that, oh, of course she would push her grandchildren on a swing set. That isn't true. Right. So, and I feel like what she's doing is just trying to replace these memories because I think this is something that she tried for years to show her brother that she was okay and not wanting to remember her in the tragedy. Do you understand that? I do. So it's almost like if we remember her in this accident, in this tragedy, and then we replace it with something the way that she was, whether if it's the picture of the two of them at the gate into the going into the backyard, and then then that turns into the memories of pushing her on the swing or just spending an afternoon with them. That's how she says we can start to heal by replacing that. Yes, um, because unfortunately... For so long, I think it defined who we were, that we had lost children, but especially is, her. Isn't that the first thing your grandson said, Mary? Do not let my death define who I was. The first right. thing he had me say, without knowing 
let alone losing one grandchild, but two. And I think, I think it is very easy for people to judge. And I'm going to say this, Mary, if there is someone listening to this podcast today, and I hope that they will think twice about judging someone because we, we never know the real story. It's even as something as simple. If we run into someone rude at the store, if they're rude to us, how do we know that they are not caring for a, a sick family member? How do we know that they're not struggling themselves? How do we know that they didn't lose a grandchild? And I, I think we, a society is that we're just so quick to judge people. And I say this when someone passes and they're old and they were sick, everyone's like, oh, I'm sorry they died. But when we have someone young that dies, I don't care how it is, all of a sudden everyone becomes Mrs. Kravitz, right? Right, right. They want to know everything and they ask a million questions. So you know what I tell people? It's none of their business. You say, "I'm yes, I did. I lost two of my grandchildren. Both of them passed tragically. I know they're at peace. I receive signs from them. And then share something beautiful of them, something that you remember of each of your grandchildren and leave that person with that beautiful memory, not the question, the what if, what happened. And then the next time they think of you and your family and even the, your loved ones that have passed, they will remember that story. Oh, but her granddaughter, they used to call her the blonde Shirley Temple. Right. right, exactly. Yes, because people do that. Mm-hmm. And um, because they don't, they're not kind and they don't want to understand. Because, they, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard for us to understand something we don't understand. I, I, I struggle with that with my gift. It's the same thing. People right. don't understand. But you know right. what? Sometimes, Mary, we don't have to understand. And a lot of times we don't have to know everything. You know why? Because it's none of our business. So yep. you should, and, and I, I feel that you do, your, your grandson showed me that you do, you, you talk about them, you, uh, yeah, encourage conversation about them and you don't hold back from them at all. So I don't. know that they love you for that and not to be afraid to talk about them. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Now, was there something that you now celebrate their lives together so like, um, let's hypothetically say, um, there's a day that you pick and you either have a barbecue, you release balloons, or you were going to do lanterns in memory of the both of them. Uh, yes, I do. My grandson's birthday was the 4th of July. Oh, oh, that's why he kept showing me a barbecue. I, I don't know why I didn't get this. He kept showing me a barbecue and then he kept showing me fireworks, but I didn't, I didn't understand uh, that. When he was little, he thought everybody was celebrating his birthday. Oh. You know, but also her birthday was traditional Memorial Day. So they both had their celebrations were with fireworks, red, white, and blue, Memorial Day, 4th of July. Yes. And And you continue that tradition. Is that correct? Yes, we do. Yes. So know that they want to thank you. And know that with every celebration, their souls attended in spirit. They both stood together. So that means that the uh, information comes from both of them. Now they're arguing on who's taller. So I'm like, are you two really arguing on who's taller? So I don't know if that's something that they would do. (laughs) They would argue over who had the last piece of gum. But I think... I I do think he's got to be taller. He was six foot. I can't imagine... But at, if, she would she would be 26. I don't oh, know how tall she'd be. But but how funny is that? Like they're like, oh no, I'm taller. No, I'm you know, but this was their personality, right? Do you know a soul? Exactly. A soul has never done that before where they where they've shown oh, me that. So gosh. I I love that. And that's why I love sharing when it's uh, the first time that I've ever had something because it validates the strength of the soul. So they stand exactly. together and um they show me that there has to be pictures that you have taken where since both of them are both departed and it could be from also just when your granddaughter was passed and then uh, they might, you might see more of them in the picture since your grandson, but what like blurbs or orbs or things that kind of distort the picture. Yes. Um, I have seen that. I was going to get a picture of my grandson enlarged two days ago. And, um, when I looked at it, I thought, well, I've got to get a clearer picture. I didn't realize that. So, and I love what they did because they even said if it was just of your granddaughter 
And then you notice more things after your grandson died. So know that that cloudiness, that film, that distortion of the picture validates her soul. It literally, she made me feel like it looked like a veil over him. Know that that was her soul validating her presence, watching over. So now if you go and if you notice blur, sometimes also what I've noticed with um, like um, when people take pictures with their phones and they see the, the orbs, if you open them up, you can literally sometimes see faces or silhouettes of someone. It's very, very interesting. So pay attention to those things. I will. Validating that that is their soul. Your grandson just told me, he says, Grandmama, I love this, Grandmama. Um, maybe that's why I'll have my new baby, my my new grandchild call me. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's an honor. It is. It's an honor. Um, that he told me that you thought you heard him call your name or call you or heard his voice recently. Yeah, I did. Now, nobody knows that, Mary, right? No, no one does. Know that that was your grandson's soul, letting you know that his soul was with you at that exact moment. Your Your grandson, I just watched his soul lean over and kind of nuzzle like up against you and put his head like under your chin and he s- said, Grandma, I'm so sorry for leaving you. He says, I know you never and never will get over the loss of my sister. He says, but to lose me in this way, he says, there's just so much sadness and sorrow. And yeah. um, And he, then he looked at me and he goes, and Teresa, he goes, in disappointment. He says, and I know she isn't disappointed in me. She's just disappointed in the situation. Yes, I would never be disappointed. I just, I wonder if he knows, if they know how, all of them, how much they're loved and missed. Absolutely. Mary, they're talking about how you still celebrate them together and how you include them in everything. It's so you know, I'm going to say this again. Nobody should have to bury their children, grandchildren. That's not the way it's supposed to go. Right. And especially in tragic ways. And I think when someone is ill, it's easier for us to kind of rationalize it, right. Kind of make ourselves feel better. Now, are are you, see, in my faith, I'm a practicing Catholic. So they show me like the blessed mother. So when they show me the blessed mother with the sign of the cross, it does validate again that the soul is with God, but more importantly, that you pray to say the blessed mother or to someone in your faith, uh, that would be like the blessed mother. Yes. I am Catholic and attended Catholic school for eight years. Oh, so, yes. Absolutely. So know that your prayers are most certainly heard, even though you feel that they might not be answered all the time. Um, No. And why I said to you that God came for their souls was because I saw when they were passing a white and golden light around them. And that's my symbol for God. So know that they were immediately taken into God's arms when the soul left. Three weeks before my grandson passed, my husband passed. Uh, To be honest with you, Mary, that is before I started. I was saging. And 
I heard in my third, in my mind's mind, um, Mary lost her husband. And I watched him step aside. And I was so intrigued. This is why what people also don't understand. I literally, I felt like your husband told me that he died before I started the reading. But this is why when I read, it's not up to me what spirit has me say not to say. Who was the first person that came through? It was your mom. Yes. <laughs> now, yes. you didn't tell anybody about your mom, correct? No. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Because your mom showed me who she needed to hear from were the, the children that had died. Absolutely. And I love how they are showing you their support one by one by one. That's great. I mean, I, I, I'm just amazed and Wait, so happy. Your husband goes, Teresa, you know, Mary never thought she was going to miss me this much. I didn't realize how uh, much I would miss him, but he was very he, ill. And that yes. makes it where I felt he was better but to go. you have to understand it's, and I love what they already, they acknowledge that before, right? On saying it's easy for us to rationalize when someone is ill. But he goes, don't let her fool you, Teresa. He says, because she doesn't miss my illness. She says, but we had good times. He says, I wasn't always perfect. He says, I see from the other side on how I could have had a little bit more compassion is that a good way to put it, right. Mary? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. He says, yeah. and or even showed her or told her how much I loved and appreciated her. He did that a lot, especially when he, towards the end towards of the his end. illness. But it wasn't yes. just because of the illness, Mary. The, do you see what he's acknowledging? Yes, I do. He's saying okay, even prior to that, right? Right. Because yeah. he said to me, Teresa, she didn't have to do the things that she did for me. He said, and she cared for me in a way, he says, that I am eternally grateful for. Did that's, you did you weird. tell your husband it was okay to let go, Mary, and to leave the physical world? I did. And my he was in my arms. He wants to thank you for it. that. He wants to uh, thank you for allowing him to leave the physical world, knowing what it was like to be unconditionally loved. And more importantly, that I was going to be okay. He says, it wasn't the okay that we had hoped for. He says, but I am at peace and I am not suffering. That means the world to me. It really does. How do you um, how do you connect with the trees, Mary? Did you plant a tree in memory of someone? Did you think about it, or do you have trees on your property? Uh, a tree was planted for my granddaughter Casey at her elementary school when she passed. Okay. So I just wanted to validate that I interpreted everything correctly. Yes. So know yes. that she knows what was done in memory and in honor of her. Is there a playground there or was there something uh, done with a playground? There was a playground. Okay. There was a playground right next to the school, a little park. Oh, but 
all of my other grandkids have gone, went to the school. Some my great grandkids do. They took the park out. They took the park out to have access to drop your kids off. Because I can't, I said to your granddaughter, I go, why are you showing me the park again? Like, what's with the park? Like, with the swing set and everything? So I think what she's doing is like, she's like, I don't know if that was something that you were like, oh, my God, how could they do that? How could they take away the swing set? Or Right, exactly. It's gone. And it was next to her elementary school. Validating that she knows everything that has been done in memory of her, the changes that have gone on. Validating that all of the souls are together, safe, and at peace. Now, your uh, is it your great granddaughter that is you have it now? You have a great granddaughter. Yes. Does yes, she? I do. Does she kind of look beyond you, or like kind of stare at things that really, or talk about? Oh yeah, that's. And they're like describing your grandson or maybe your husband or maybe your granddaughter or your mom. Well, she, she's not quite two, but she rambles. She mm -hmm. talks up a storm and she will look away. But, you know, we have no idea what she's trying to say. So know that she's acknowledging the soul's presence. So once you start showing her pictures of, if she ever okay. talks about imaginary friends or, oh yeah, my aunt, was, the lady was here. And then you show a picture of your granddaughter. She'll go, oh, that was a lady that was, that was playing with me or having tea with me. Or, oh yeah, that was okay. the boy that was, that was in my room playing with my teddy bear. Okay. Know that that okay. young children are very sensitive to the souls of the departed. And to validate this, Mary, all of them just banded together. Your grandchildren stand in front with your parents and your husband behind. And they say, they show me that there are toys that go off in the house for no reason. Uh, no one could be playing with her toy, touching it, and it'll just go off. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's um, it's one of one of them's a, like a Toy Story toy, and it just does its thing. Know that it is the energy of your loved one's soul that is setting it off, validating that they're with us at this exact moment, and more importantly, that they are not missing out. That's wonderful. Um, now, your husband passed after your grandchildren, correct? Uh, he passed after my granddaughter, but three weeks before my grandson. Okay. So no, because I saw the, again, I saw the greeting. So no, that she was there. He, your granddaughter was there to greet him. And in turn, then they were there to greet your grandson. Oh my gosh. Do you connect with birds, Mary? I don't know if they're hummingbirds uh, or red cardinals. Um, hummingbirds mostly. Oh, okay. See, hummingbirds are, I don't, I don't, where are you from? I don't even know where, where you're calling from today. Uh, in California. Oh, see, so where I live, hummingbirds aren't common. Right. So I gotcha. Know that when you see the hummingbirds, now do you see more than one? Yes. Okay. Know that, that, are, that is your loved ones. No, I'm going to say that is your grandchildren. That that's wonderful. And sometimes I see butterflies mm -hmm. and I feel that I 
feel that that's them. They keep circling back and circling back to be by me. A thousand percent. This is why I tell people, no matter, butterflies seem to be common that people connect with. I don't connect with butterflies, but a lot of people do. So what I do during my readings, I try to, if a soul shows me butterflies, I ask them, is there anything else that they notice? And then that's why they showed me the hummingbirds. And the, and exactly. I, I tell people this, whenever anything you notice around you that is odd, weird, a coincidence, well, you just think of your loved ones. You might see butterflies and maybe your mom will pop into your head. Know that that's her. It's not that they are the butterfly because what it is, Mary, it's the soul that is with you that says, I am present. Sure. I'm with you at this moment. I'm getting you to notice this, whether it be change, feathers, your grandson just showed me feathers. Do you find feathers in odd places? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. No, have. Know that they're from him. Know that whatever it is that you notice around them, know that it is them. They have siblings that are still here in the physical world? Uh, they have, um, yes, they have an adopted sister, okay. yes. So did she, you still speak to her? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, she's. 14. Okay. So now did she write something about her siblings? She um, did not know Casey. She did not know my granddaughter, but she was very close to my grandson. And yes, she has. Perfect. She has written. Yes. So know that he wants to thank her for the amazing and beautiful tribute that she gave Absolutely. Them. Absolutely. I will let her know. See, Mary, these are the moments in someone's reading where it's like at when I said that it was almost like my heart became full and it was almost like with everything that your grandchildren said, they validated that their souls are safe in a peace with God, but more importantly with other loved ones that have gone on before them. Right. And that means the world to me because we all, we all need hope. I feel like I have just, lost 20 years so i mean gained yeah no i i I know that i'm yeah it's taken me back to Mm -hmm. where i feel so much lighter and Mm -hmm. hopeful well that's why i do what i do and i'm just curious because usually i ask someone this in the beginning of the reading so i find it interesting that i didn't ask you in the beginning but maybe it was because they wanted to use the hummingbirds because i'm not i I didn't know where, where you were calling in from um how did you end up on hey spirit a friend of mine said, go ahead and call the, this number. And I did. And to be perfectly honest, when I lived in Pennsylvania, I went to see your show in Erie. Yeah. And then we moved back here and I saw you a year to the day in Vegas. And look at here we are now on Hey Spirit. Did you ever think in a million years, Mary, that this would happen? No. No, 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 I, and then when I had the debacle last week, I thought, oh. this is crazy. What am I, how could this happen? I how don't. can I be so lucky on one end and then a disaster on the other? Well, you know what, Mary, sometimes that happens because we're all not good with technology. See, that's the one thing you could always count on pen and paper. The technology 
you can't always count on the technology. <laughs> nope. That's, do you still have your uh, recorder? I <laughs> your do. Tape recorder? <laughs> I still do have my tape recorder. See, if we were just doing a regular phone reading, it probably wouldn't have got screwed up, Mary. But you know what? But this is what I love about being oh. able to do a Zoom, to be able to see you. And that's why we were like, you know what? Don't worry, Mary. It's fine. We'll do it next week. See? So... Oh. I can't thank you enough, Teresa. I can't. You you have it you have more than made my day. You have made years to come. Wow. Well, you know what, Mary? You I want to thank you because after all of your loss, now and I saw other losses behind the ones that came forward. You have lost yeah. so much. And two grandchildren. I admire you. I look up to you. But because for you to be able to get up every day and make the best out of your life, whether you cry all day or you have a crummy day, you're still making the best of it. And I admire you for that. And you, Mary, give me the strength to continue to do the work that I was meant to do. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your continued support, for giving me the honor thank and you. privilege of sharing my gift with you today, but more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Oh, I, like I said, you're quite welcome and, and I admire you and you make the world a better place. Oh, thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, my name is Mary Stacy, and I'm from Apple Valley, California. My experience with the reading was, I don't even know if I have enough words. It gave me so much peace and hope that I cannot thank her enough for her gift. Yes, I really do. I think I was ready to receive the messages that I did at that time. The moments that really stood out to me that I knew I was the only one or my family that knew was when she asked me about the, the number eight and my granddaughter who had passed had just turned eight at the time. And also my grandson saying he was the favorite grandson because he always said that he had a lot of cousins and he would always say he was the favorite. There's almost too many. I think everything just blew me away. Knowing with my parents, their connection with each other and how my mother always 
basically picked on my dad. And no one would know that, you know. The whole thing was unbelievable to me. At the time, um, when my granddaughter came through and she was showing me that she was on a swing and I was swinging her, and I mean, it happened quite often, but I couldn't really put focus on exactly when, but uh, the more I thought about it, there was a time uh, where we would gather at their house, all the cousins, and they had a big swing set in the front yard. And I remember that that was constantly, you know, what we had done. And it wasn't just random places. That, that's the one that, you know, really stuck out in my mind. After the reading, I felt peace. I, I really felt calmness and peace. It was everything that I wanted to hear, everything I needed to hear. I had five of my deceased loved ones that I really had hoped I would hear from. And um, I was extremely grateful and so happy that I did hear from each and every one of them. And it was something I have been longing for for a very long time. My biggest takeaway from the experience was knowing my loved ones were together and they were at peace. They did not suffer, that they're part of my life always. They, they know of everything that's going on in my life and, and in the rest of the family's life. And uh, it's just reassurance that I know there's more to life after death. And, and it, it just brought me incredible peace. And uh, it's what I've needed for a very long time. And especially losing grandchildren. I just needed, I needed that, I needed to hear what I did. And, and it was just glorious. If we don't have hope, we really don't have anything. I mean, I realize not everyone is spiritual or religious, but I've always believed in a heaven. And uh, I would never question this. I mean, Teresa has the most wonderful gift that God has given her. And um, I do believe there's also more than coincidences when things happen. And uh, I think if, if your heart and mind are not open to these, you, you won't have hope. I just can't explain just the peace that I got. I mean, grief is a, a lifelong thing. You will always grieve for your loved ones. You always wish, should I, could I, would I? Um, and this is a way to realize it was okay. It was okay that you, we, we go through life, we do the best we can do. And um, to obvious, to get a chance to know that our loved ones see it, they realize it, they remember. It changed me. It has changed me. That's really all I can say is that it, it's the most incredible thing that I've gone through. And I am so grateful to be able to, you know, have had that.
Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.